making healthy life and Lewis Bake Shop breads. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Let's go to the stadium. And a good Sunday afternoon, too. Welcome to another broadcast of Middle Tennessee Baseball as the Blue Raiders will take on the Hilltoppers of Western Kentucky for the prize, uh, which is out there today, uh, the series win. Each team has won a game in this best of three. Dick Palmer along with Chip Walters today from Reese Smithfield under beautiful blue skies, sunshine, and a chilly 59 degrees temperature outside with winds out of the north northeast at 10 and chip we will uh, have a little bit more of a breeze than we had yesterday the wind out of the north basically will be blowing in from right to left yeah it'll, uh, from the right field foul pole to the left field foul pole so uh while earlier this week the uh left-handed hitters had the advantage today the righties will have the advantage those pull hitters to left field and, and, and Middle Tennessee needs to get off to a good start today. They they uh, kind of allowed Western to sneakily uh, grab a two-run lead very early yesterday, but uh, Middle has a, a good guy on the mound today to uh, who's been pitching well, and we'll uh, we'll talk about that as we move along. Middle Tennessee comes in 12 and 14. They are four and four in Conference USA, while Western Kentucky is now 10 and 16. Two and six in the conference. Uh, conference USA being led right now by Louisiana Tech and Southern Mississippi. They are both six and two. Uh, UAB and FAU are tied at five and three. And then Middle Tennessee, Charlotte, UTSA, and Old Dominion are all four and four. So it's a pretty close pack as far as uh, the top spot in Conference USA. The Raiders go with left-hander Peyton Wigginton, who'll be making his fifth start of the season today, and the Hilltoppers will counter with a freshman right-hander, Cooper Hellman. He will be making his fourth start of the season. As uh, the fans are coming in, we've got inflatables out there for the kids today. I want to bring the kids out. They'll have a big time. That's uh, down the left field line, and the fans are uh, going to be coming in in various modes of attire. I see several people out there with shorts on, several people with uh, jackets, and I, I expect uh, I'll see a blanket or two before the afternoon is over. Probably see some folks show up in church clothes today. No doubt about that. So it's Middle Tennessee and Western Kentucky. Uh, the Raiders after today will have a midweek game on Wednesday against uh, Memphis. That will be a four o'clock start. And then we'll hit the road and go to Huntington, West Virginia to take on Marshall on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We'll have all of those games available for you here on the Blue Raider Network. Raiders coming in 12 and 14 on the season. They are three and four here at home, two and three in conference play here at Reese Smith's Field. Raiders had a, uh, had a good season at, at home last year. They were over 500. Uh, stumbled a little bit on the road, but still managed to make the, uh, the conference tournament field and actually, uh, as a lower seed, won their first-round game in the conference. Miss Hannah, how are you? Good to see you as always. Middle Tennessee and uh, 
the Hilltoppers of Western Kentucky today. Had a chance to talk with an old friend, Tim Donnelly, who is on the coaching staff of Western Kentucky. We're going to let you uh, hear that right after we pause for this time out. You're listening to Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Brew Raider Network from Learfield. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. Any way you slice it, your game day won't be complete without soft, delicious bunny bread and bunny buns, an official corporate partner of Blue Raider Athletics. Whether you're watching with friends, cheering in the stands, or tuning in at home, count on Bunny to help strike out hunger and give you energy. So pick up some bunny buns and bunny bread today. It's sure to be a home run. That's what I said. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Hey, hey, hey! Nothing gets your attention like a happy client. When we were planning our move from Wisconsin to Murfreesboro, we chose Chip Walters of Exit Realty. He knows Rutherford County, and we looked in several neighborhoods. And Chip helped us write an offer on a house in Murfreesboro. And it was accepted on the first try. If you were to tell me you were looking at buying or selling a home, I'd tell you to choose Chip. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamon Associates, your trusted advisor in real estate. Hear that? That's the plumpest, juiciest hot dogs you've ever seen getting their grill on. But we both know it'll make it sound even better. Oh yeah, it's a Pepsi to go with your hot dog. Because when you're chomping on America's favorite meal, relish, mustard, and onions perfectly blending into a crescendo of flavor, there's only one thing that makes everything about that moment better. A cold, refreshing Pepsi. See what I mean? It's like music to my ears. Hot dogs. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Welcome back into our pregame show. Always good to see old friends when you uh, play baseball games. Tim Donnelly is on the Western Kentucky staff now. Tim, you were here for what, three years? Two years. Two, two years. years with Mags, yeah. And uh, you've had a couple of. Uh, opportunities since then i think but tell us uh, what you've been up to yeah i was down in southeastern louisiana with uh, coach riser down there it was a good time got uh had a second 
second born girl and um then you know got this job this summer and uh moved up to bowling green so just uh you know happy to be back conference tuesday glad to, glad to have you back uh, too. update us on on your family now you've got a new one yeah we got a uh, little girl um drew which was born here in murfreesboro uh is four and then she's two so we got two of them and uh just been crazy around the house now so well tell us about western kentucky now how did that come about and uh i know you're glad to be back in the conference yeah hey, i got a um you know, this summer really wasn't looking to move anywhere or anything, but I got a call from um, one of the former coaches here and, um, you know, asked me if I'd be interested. And um, I thought, you know, a lot of my family's back in uh, Pittsburgh and you know, Eastern Ohio, so um, so is my wife. So it was um, kind of an easy decision to get a little closer back home. Okay, so tell us what you're doing there. What are your duties at, uh, on the staff at Western? I'm. Uh, I just do the hitting. I'm the hitting coach, and um, then do the infield. So, um, then then uh, our other guys are recruiting coordinator. So it help a little bit with the recruiting, but mainly uh, the hitting guy, just the offense. You guys had kind of tough sledding lately, but uh, came up with a with a big win yesterday. So we we play for the series today. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we 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 did. We we've had a tough little stretch here. Uh, did feel good to get back in the win column. And um, just kind of get that life, you know, feel that feel that life of a win, and, um, and be able to you know play for the series today, which is which is good. Going against one of my former players, Peyton Wigginton, and I know he's going to give us a hell of a hell of a matchup. So it should be should be a good good Sunday here. Always good to see you. Good to see you. Tim Donnelly on the Western Kentucky coaching staff uh, worked here for two years under Coach McGuire, and always good to see old friends when they come back into town. We're going to take our final break, and when we come back, starting lineups and first pitch as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Oh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. 
It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors' Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors' Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. Blue Raider baseball on a Sunday afternoon. The two head coaches meeting with the umpires at home plate. Raiders are getting ready to take the field. Let's take a look at the starting lineups presented by Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Visit one of their 27 Middle Tennessee locations, including four in Murfreesboro. For Western Kentucky under head coach John Pulowski in his seventh year. Hilltoppers will start this way, and it'll be exactly the same lineup as yesterday, which uh, produced a win for them, so uh, no uh, problem understanding that. Garcia at second base will bat in the leadoff spot. Bodicic, the designated hitter, will hit second. Aiden Gilroy will be at third base batting third. Andrew Delaney the cleanup batter in right field. First baseman Brian McAuliffe hits fifth. Catcher Ricardo Leonette hits sixth. It will be Brett Blumquist in left field batting seventh. Ty Crittenberger in center field hits eighth. And the number nine hitter is the shortstop Brody McKay. Their pitcher is a freshman Cooper Hellman, a right-hander. For Middle Tennessee, it'll be Fausto Lopez to lead off. Wyatt Morgan will be the DH today in bat second. Mason Spears behind the plate hits third. Cleanup hitter today is Tatsunari Nagishi. He'll play first base. Batting fifth, JT Mabry at second base. Jackson Galloway plays left field and bats sixth. Brett Coker at third base will hit seventh. Brian Dillingham in right field will bat eighth. And the center fielder today is Luke Benson. And he will be in the number nine spot. And on the mound for the Blue Raiders, the left-hander, Peyton Wigginton, a junior out of Franklin, Tennessee, Page High School. And uh, he's a veteran of the staff. Wigginton making his 10th appearance today. He has started four games, so this is his fifth start of the season. Comes in with a 2-2 two and two record, a 4.05 earned run average. 33 in the third innings. He's allowed 43 hits, 15 earned runs, and has given up two home runs. He's only walked three batters in 33 innings, struck out 32. Opponents are hitting 314 against the left-hander, who has also one save to his credit. He's been kind of a swing man in the rotation, Chip. They have started him on occasion. They brought him in in relief on occasion and brought him in to save games occasionally. Yeah, and he's he's a great guy to have on your staff because he can fill so many roles. And, you know, a lot of times you'll have guys that they're very, very specific in what they do. And, and P. Wig has uh, done just about everything you could ask for. And, you know, in his strength is, as you mentioned, in his stats is his control. And that was an issue that the Blue Raiders had yesterday was – they, uh, they, they walked way too many. 
and uh, and Wigington having walked only three in 33 innings. You bring a guy out here that has control, uh, works pretty quickly. Your defense stays engaged, and, uh, and 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 hopefully he gets the Raiders off to a good start today. He's a tall lefty, 6'4", 200 pounds. I think I said a junior. Uh, he is listed on the roster as a senior. And I think that is correct as Garcia will stand in as the first batter for Western Kentucky and the first pitch of the game is a strike call. I'm looking at about 1.02 for starting time on this Sunday afternoon. 59 degrees, clear skies, bright sunshine. Should be out here at the ballpark. One strike to count. A swing and a miss and quickly Wigginton ahead in the count. Nothing in two. Peyton threw a seven-inning, two-hit shutout against Western Kentucky last year in Bowling Green in the first game of a doubleheader. The 0-2 pitch is popped into shallow left field, and that will be Galloway coming on. He will make the grab for out number one. Garcia didn't get a full swing on that pitch, just uh, caught it off the end of the bat, handled easily by the Blue Raider left fielder. Just basically poked it up there, and uh, actually Galloway only had to move maybe a step or two to get the out. The batter is the designated hitter, Ty Bodicich. And the first pitch to the left-handed hitter is hit into center field for a base hit. Bodicich, as we've noticed all series, likes to go on the first pitch. He did so then and got his second base hit of the series. The Raiders had held him down pretty well coming into today. He was one of nine, now two of ten in the series, and was their leading hitter coming into the game. As another left-handed batter will stand in, Iden Gilroy, the third baseman, comes in at 343, and again bats from the left side. Wigginton. Pitching out of the stretch for the first time, delivers and a foul to the screen, strike one. Western has not altered their uh, lineup uh, basically with uh, three left-handed hitters at the top of the lineup. It's been the same for every game, not always the same three, but three lefties facing the left-hander Wigginton. Runner at first, one out. And the pitch is high. One ball, one strike now to Gilroy. Batisic, who is on at first with a single, doesn't steal a lot, but he's picked his spots well. He's two for two this year. He's a freshman out of Joliet, Illinois, and a very good-looking prospect for the Hilltoppers. Ball hit up the middle. It's going to be taken by Lopez. Bobbles it. Did he get it to second in time? I think he did. Yep. Mabry was there covering. Fausto bobbled it momentarily, but Mabry was right on top of the bag. And the toss over there retires. Bodicic coming in. Gilroy will reach on the fielder's choice. And with two outs, the batter will be Andrew Delaney. So Gilroy's bid for a base hit up the middle was spoiled by Lopez and Mabry. Soft toss to first base, and the runner back. Andrew Delaney, one out of seven in the series, and the first right-handed batter 
that Wigginton will face today. The pitch swung on. That one's hit up the middle. That'll be a base hit to center field. Gilroy will hold at second, and the Hilltoppers have runners at first and second with two outs. And, Chip, they've been uh, swinging a lot at that first pitch. Yeah, they have, and a lot of times you figure that may be the best you, you're going to get. And and it's paid off for them with a couple of hits here in the first. Particularly with Wigginton noted for his control. He doesn't walk many people. Here's McAuliffe, the first baseman. He is a left-handed batter. First and second now with two outs. And Wigginton's pitch is right over that outside corner for a call strike. Nothing in one to the left-hand hitting McAuliffe. Crowd still filing in here on a sunny Sunday afternoon. One strike to count to McAuliffe. That pitch misses high, and it's one and one. Same spot, but a little bit too high. Raiders with Coker and Lopez on the left side of the infield. Mabry and Nagishi on the right side. Swinging a little tap foul off to the right. Will not quite make it to the Blue Raider dugout. Count will be one and two on McAuliffe. McAuliffe has two out of seven in the series, including a solo home run. Wigginton out of the stretch and struck him out swinging to end the inning. That's going to be all for the Hilltoppers in the first. They get a couple of hits, no runs, two hits, but they strand two runners and will go to the bottom of the first inning. Western Kentucky nothing. Middle Tennessee coming to bat on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raiders, thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee, not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, 615-896-5656. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. And we move to the bottom of the first inning. Western Kentucky's pitcher is a right-hander, a freshman, Cooper Hellman. Hellman is uh, 6'4", 180, out of Goshen, Kentucky. Land of Goshen. The... uh, heir to the helmet's mayonnaise fortune. Just kidding. 0-3. Oh, 0-3 <laughs> oh, on the season, a 5.11 earned run average. He's pitched uh, 12 and a third innings, allowed nine hits, seven earned runs, has given up one home run. 
the uh, big problem he has had is his control. He's walked 13, struck out 16 in 12 and a third innings. Opponents only hitting 191 against him, making his uh, 10th appearance and fourth start of the season. He'll pitch to Fausto Lopez, stepping in from the right-hand side, and Fausto fouls the first pitch away, strike one. A lot of Blue Raider Kids Club members here today, and they had a free, uh, had a giveaway for them uh, today. This was their their day, and uh, that foul ball landed right amongst a, a, a group of them. Pitch outside to Lopez, ball one. They got the inflatable set up down the left field line and already being uh, put in use by a lot of the kids here today. Strike called, and the count will go to one and two on Lopez. Travis Carlson, your home plate umpire today. Joseph Blumenauer at first, and J.R. Brown at third. Swing and a foul out of play. Count holds at one and two. The Raiders uh, will have Lopez, Wyatt Morgan, and Mason Spears in the first inning to face the freshman right-hander, Cooper Hellman. There is a foul out of play. Count holds at one and two. Same spot, all three foul balls just about. Western outfield, not too deep for Lopez. Center fielder's fairly shallow, as is the right fielder. Left fielder about normal, pitches outside. Two balls and two strikes. Fausto tied for the club lead in home runs with five. He and Mason Spears share that distinction. The pitch fouled back to the screen. So Lopez getting to look at a lot of uh, what Hellman has to offer here in the first inning. He's getting the full boat, that's for sure. And and, uh, and in not only he, but uh, other Blue Raider batters playing close, uh, play, paying close attention. Pitch swung on, fouled out of play again. That one is going to clear the grandstand and be back somewhere in the green grass. Count holding at two and two on Lopez. Fausto hitting 302 coming in. And the pitch is swung on, hit to shallow center field. Everybody on a long run, center fielder. That will be Crittenberger on the run will make the catch. Coming in, I think I mentioned earlier he was playing fairly shallow. Had he been in normal position, that ball might have dropped. But been trouble, and it looked like the wind held it up a little bit uh, because it's now has turned and blowing straight in from center field. One out in the Raider first inning. Wyatt Morgan, the batter, sophomore. One of our newcomers this year. He's in the DH role today. Bats from the left side. And takes a pitch over the inside corner, strike one. Morgan hitting 310, has two home runs. He's driven in 10. Hellman's pitch just missed outside. One ball and one strike. And this Pitch is fouled off to the left side. The kids down there are going to have a chance to get that one. Or maybe not. I think it uh, cleared that fence and is out in the parking area. One and two to Wyatt Morgan. 
Morgan making his 17th start, appearing in his 24th game for the Raiders. Pitch strike three call, got it over the inside corner. I think Morgan thought it was inside, but the home plate umpire didn't. And he's the one who counts. So that is out number two. And the batter will be Mason Spears, the catcher. You just pause a minute for station ID. We'll do that when we, after this next pitch. That is a ball outside. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Blue Raider baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raider sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Spears, first pitch hitting. Skies one into left center field. As Bloomquist over will make the grab, and that is out number three. The Raiders go down three up and three down in the first inning. Nothing across. After one complete inning, Middle Tennessee nothing, Western Kentucky nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. As we go to the second inning, no score. Peyton Wigginton on the mound. Allowed a couple of hits in the first inning, but got out of there with no uh, run scored, striking out McAuliffe to end the first inning. He'll face Leonette Blumquist and Crittenberger here in the second inning. Leonette hit his first Hilltopper home run yesterday, a uh, solo shot, and that came in the second inning against Eric Swan. So here's the right-hand hitting catcher from Venezuela. Wigginton winds and fires. First pitch hitting, grounded to third. Coker's got it. Long throw across is in plenty of time. One pitch and one out. And again, Western Kentucky going up there and hacking on the first pitch. They are, and so far that has been okay for the Raiders. That'll keep the defense on their toes, won't it? It does. Here's Blumquist. Freshman playing left field today. Takes the first pitch, low and inside. Four ball one. Across campus today, softball playing at the, uh, I like to call it Observatory Park over there. 
Uh, FAU leading one nothing, middle of fifth inning. That uh, series is uh, split just like this one is. Yep. Strike called. Raiders won yesterday on a walk-off home run from freshman Laura Mueller. A two-run walk-off home run. And won the game 4-3. to three. One one pitch, missed inside, and actually hit him. Hit him in the uh, shin, it looks like, and he was wearing a shin guard, so he uh, had it on the right spot. Down to first will be Blumquist. Hit by a pitch. That's the third batter that uh, Wigginton has plunked this season. The batter is Crittenberger, the center fielder. Right-handed hitter. He is one out of six in the series. And comes in hitting 209. Blue Raider infield in double play position. Raiders pulled a uh, double play yesterday. There's a pitch just missed the outside corner, ball one. It was not a routine double play. It was a line drive caught by Lopez and firing it over to first to catch the rudder and doubling him off. Wigginton's throw to first, not in time. Blumquist does have four stolen bases on the season, so you have to keep an eye on him. Wigginton comes set. And delivers a ball outside. Two balls, no strikes. We're in the top of the second inning. No score from Reese Smith Field. This is the finale of a three-game series, which is tied at one game apiece. The pitch. Lined in the left field of base hit. That's going to get down in the corner and is trouble. I think a run will score on this. As Blomquist heading for the plate, he will score standing up with no throw, and that's a double and a run batted in for Crittenberger. Lined it over Coker's head and rolled all the way down in the left field corner. In fact, rolled into foul ground out by the out by the flag, the uh, foul pole. And you knew that when that one hit the ground and started tailing away from the left fielder, it was going to be trouble. And uh, Bloomquist scored easily from first on the play. And just like yesterday, Western Kentucky has come up with a second inning run to take an early lead. Hit number three, run number one off Wigginton. And the number nine hitter is McKay. Takes a strike call, nothing and one. Brody McKay, freshman shortstop for the Hilltoppers. Bats from the left side. Wigginton checks the runner back at second. Misses the outside corner, ball one. So the Hilltoppers with an early lead today, one to nothing, here in the top of the second inning. There's a bouncing ball. The runner was going. Trouble. Slowly hit, and the toss to first, not in time. That ball just died when it hit the grass. Mabry had to charge quickly, made an underhand toss to first, 
with his glove. But McKay beat it out. The runner on second, who was running on the pitch, went to third but had to stop there. So that'll be an infield hit for McKay. Hit number four off Wigginton. And runners are at the corners with one out. Coach Jim Toman out of the dugout and questioning the decision at first. He's been told to go back to his dugout and got in one more bark or two before uh, doing so. He does go back rather reluctantly. So the top of the batting order, Garcia, he'll face Wigginton for the second time. He flied to left field as the leadoff hitter in the game. First and third, one out. Pitch in the dirt outside, ball one. Raiders could use a double play to get Wigginton out of this inning. Outfield shallow in center and about normal in left and right. Benson, who has good speed, Fairly shallow in center field. Ground ball to second. Out at second. The return throw to first. And they got him. Well, the delayed call by the first base umpire. But the double play. The pitcher's best friend. 4-6-3. And that will end the Western Kentucky second inning. But the Hilltoppers come up with a run on two hits. And one man left. We'll go to the bottom of the second inning. It's Western Kentucky 1, Middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Raiders trail one to nothing as we go to the bottom of the second inning. Tatsunori Nagishi will lead it off. Playing first base today, batting in the cleanup spot. He's two out of four in the series with a double. That's from the left side and fouls the first pitch straight back over the press box and out of play. That one had a chance for a car. <laughs> I wish you had said, <laughs> I'm parked back there. <laughs> One strike to count. And the pitch backed him away. One and one to Nagishi. Blue Raider infield pulled Wigginton out of a mess in the top of the inning with an inning ending double play. There's a ball slammed to right field, but it's going to be right at the right fielder Delaney who will make the catch for out number one. Right field is the Sun field today, but he 
had a good line on that one and was able to make the catch without any problem. Here's J.T. Mabry. Mabry has been the Raiders' hottest hitter in the series with four out of eight, including a double and a run batted in. And he's upped his average to 269. The pitch swung on and a slow roller to short. Charging, the shortstop fires the first. It's a wide throw, and Mabry is safe. Whether he could have gotten him with a good throw or not, I think he might have. We'll see how they rule that. I think that's going to be an error. I think you're right. <clears throat> we'll wait and see what the uh... – All the heads are getting together over there talking about it. E6. <laughs> I think that's a good call. I do too. Error on the shortstop, McKay. Runner at first with one out. Here's Galloway. Jackson had a home run in game one of this series, a two-run homer. Right-handed batter facing the freshman Cooper Hellman. There goes the runner, a swing and a miss, throw to seconds offline and gets away into shallow left field. And here comes Mabry to third, and he will come in there standing up. Well, the throw actually was wild enough to hit him as he was going into second and got away into left center. And now Coach Pulowski came out with a question and uh, his, got his answer pretty quickly. <laughs> so a stolen base and uh, an E2 gets Mabry to third. So two errors on Mabry's at bat and the batter is uh, Galloway now with a count of one strike. Runner at third, one out. Right-hander delivers, swing the ground ball to third. Here comes the runner, the throw to the plate, and he is going to be out. Mabry was running on contact. It was a slow roller to third. Third baseman has to make a perfect play, and he did. Play will go five to two, third to the catcher for the second out. Galloway reaches on the fielder's choice, and the batter is Brett Coker. Well, Raiders miss out on a great opportunity to get a run there. Uh, they were obviously very aggressive on the base paths uh, because Mabry went on the first pitch he saw, and then uh, at third, as you mentioned, running on contact, with a ball that was hit to the left side. One strike, I'm sorry, one ball to count on Coker. Looks at the next pitch and that is a strike, one and one. Yeah, that was a very easy play for Western Kentucky to make defensively. Coker in the series, one out of eight. Runner at first, Galloway. And the pitch is swung on, hit to the shortstop. Over to second for the force, and he dropped the ball. The second baseman, Garcia, dropped the ball on an easy force play, and that's the third error in the inning on Western Kentucky. Wow. Now let's see if the Raiders can take advantage of that. That'll be a fielder's choice for Coker and an E4. Nothing wrong with the throw. 
No, it was right there. Here's Dillingham. First and second, two outs. Hellman with the pitch, high, ball one. This is the sort of inning that unless you've got uh, a very strong uh, character that can really work on a freshman pitcher, any pitcher really, but a freshman in particular. Pitch is high, ball two. And the, the flip side of that is if they're able to get out of it, and not allow a run while committing three errors, it makes you feel a little invincible. So the Raiders need to make them pay for that. 2-0 pitch, swung on, foul to the screen. Dillingham, one out of eight in the series, still maintains a hefty batting average of 381. Galloway at second, Coker at first. Outside, ball three. Three balls and a strike. Luke Benson waiting to hit next. Two on, two out here in the second inning. Raiders trailing one to nothing. The pitch popped up. Foul ground, catcher got a late start back near the screen. That was gonna be in the grandstand and that young man who just happened to be in the right spot at the right time tracks it down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he says, I got a foul ball. Full count three and two, the runners will be off with the pitch. There they go, foul straight back. Had it timed right. Had a good cut at a fastball. So the count holds at three and two to Brian Dillingham. Hellman checks the runner. The runners go inside, almost hit him. And the bases are loaded with two outs. Well, that will be the first walk allowed by Hellman. And he will face Luke Benson with the bases loaded and two outs. Benson has made one plate appearance as a pinch hitter. That was in the first game, and it's 0 for 1. That's from the left side. And Hellman's first pitch, off-speed pitch, comes high for ball one. Benson hitting 217. He's a sophomore out of Oakland High School. And now we've got time called and a visit to the mound. They want to try and calm their freshman pitcher down a little bit. Uh, really, the uh, runners on base, not really his fault. There have been three errors in the inning. And what the Raiders need to do is make them pay. <laughs> exactly right. And you've got to do it with two outs. Western scored in the top of the second inning. 
meeting on the mound is broken up and we are set to go as the plate umpire and the catcher get back in their positions. And Vincent stands in from the left side. One ball, no strikes to count. Fausto Lopez in the on-deck circle. Hellman pitching out of the stretch. Swing and a little tap right back to the mound. That should be easy at first. And that's going to be it. Benson bounces out to the pitcher with the bases loaded. So in the inning, no runs, no hits, three errors, three men left on base. We've completed two full innings. Western Kentucky won. Middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. We go to the third inning. Western Kentucky leading one to nothing. Raiders left the bases loaded in the bottom of the second inning. Could not take advantage of three Western Kentucky miscues in that inning. Here is Bodicic to lead it off. Had a base hit in the first inning. And takes a swing at that first pitch. Comes up empty, strike one. Now two out of 10 in the series for this freshman. The Blue Raiders did have a runner thrown out at home in the inning. And however you want to classify that, whether it was just being aggressive or a mistake on the base paths, but uh, the way that things happened after that, they probably would have gotten that runner home. Two strikes now as the pitch fouled away to Bodicic. Peyton Wigginton on the mound and whoops one right past him. Swing and a miss, strike three. For Wigginton, that is strikeout number two. And the batter will be Aiden Gilroy. Gilroy reached on a fielder's choice in the first inning. Stands in from the left side. Wigginton's pitch misses outside for ball one. Gilroy started at third base 
or started at shortstop in the first game and went, went over to third base yesterday, playing third today, and hits this one to right field. It's going to be caught for the Blue Raiders by Brian Dillingham, moving toward the line. Hit it on a line, but Dillingham had him play just right. That's out number two, which will bring Andrew Delaney to the plate. Out of Louisville, Kentucky. Delaney, a right-handed batter. And he goes after the first pitch and hits it off the awning of the press box, drops back down into the stadium. And the youngster has himself a souvenir. One strike to count to Delaney. Pitch comes low, one ball and one strike. Delaney appeared in only six games as a freshman last year. This year he's in a starting role. Here's the 1-1. Swung on and missed. Handcuffed him. Got that one in on his fist. And Delaney swung through it. One ball and two strikes. Two outs and the base is empty here in the third. Peyton Wigginton with the pitch high and outside. Two and two. Raiders trailing one to nothing. The winner of this game wins the series. A swing and a foul back over by the on deck circle. On deck hitter McAuliffe will pick it up, roll it out of play. Two balls and two strikes. Here's Wigginton's pitch, a swing and a miss. Took a little bit off, fooled him, and two strikeouts in the inning. An easy one, two, three inning for Wigginton and the Raiders. Nothing across. We'll go to the bottom of the third. Western Kentucky one, Middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Uh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. We go to the third inning. Raiders will have the top of the batting order up against the right-hander Cooper Hellman, who has had to pitch out of uh, 
A jam in the second inning when his teammates committed three errors behind him, but he was able to do that. Got uh, Luke Benson on a roller back to the mound with the bases loaded. Fausto Lopez fly to center field in the first inning, 0 for 1. Hellman's first pitch to him is a fastball high for ball one. Fausto now two out of eight in the series. Hits this one to right field down the line. That could be trouble if it stays fair, and it does. Off the wall, Delaney chasing it. It rolls far back into right field. It's home run. That is a a home run. Hit it off the pole. Off the Zaxby's foul pole. All right, and for Fausto, that will be home run number six on the season. I think Fausto might have realized that about the time he got to second base. Yeah, he ran pretty hard and then uh, able to get off the accelerator just a little bit, but that uh, that hit about halfway up uh, on the the Zaxby's foul pole and back into, into right field. So that uh, will tie this game at one run apiece. Swinging a foul by Wyatt Morgan. He was trying to follow suit with that swing and fouled it back into the screen, one strike. Now, isn't it something you had all the opportunities that fell your way in the second and unable to uh, get a run and then come up in basically just a couple of pitches and uh, get a home run and you're right back where you were. Morgan hit by the first pitch or the second pitch thrown by Hellman to him will take his spot at first base. It's a 1-1 game for Lopez, home run number six on the season. And he is now the team leader in that department. Morgan, the runner at first, hit by a pitch, and the batter is Mason Spears. Hellman out of the stretch in the pitch, swing and a miss. Nothing in one. They're not using the shift. At least they were not on the first pitch to Spears. Second baseman over to the right of the bag. Shortstop is fairly deep in the hole. So there's some hitting room up the middle for Spears. And also on the right side, the pitch. High for a ball. One ball and one strike. Left fielder a few steps deep in left field. Hellman checks the runner and delivers outside, and that's going to get past the catcher and down to second base. Goes wide, Morgan. That will be a wild pitch. Charge to Hellman. So a hit batsman and a wild pitch has put Morgan in scoring position here after the Raiders tied the game on Lopez leadoff home run. Two balls under strike to Spears. Check of the runner on and check swing. Uh, home plate umpire says, "Yes, you did." Spears thought he checked in time. Boy, that that he, I thought he definitely checked in time. That pitch was so far outside. He had plenty of time to 
make up his mind, I think. But the count goes to two and two. The pitch. Struck him out swinging. Went after a high fastball, and that is out number one here in the third inning. Strikeout number two for Hellman. And the batter is Nagishi. He flied to right, leading off the second inning. Wyatt Morgan, the runner at second. One out. Hellman's pitch and a little tap. That is a foul ball. The catcher, Leonette, tried to get out there and get it in fair ground and make a quick throw to first, but unsuccessful. Strike one to Nagishi. Left-handed hitter waits as Hellman delivers and a breaking hmm. ball right in there for a strike. That one froze him. Nothing and two to the Raider first baseman. That wind is blowing straight in at the moment. No sign of a cloud yet today. The 0-2 pitch, check swing and a strike call. The breaking ball and Nagishi obviously looking for something else. That is out number two. Third strikeout for Hellman and the batter is JT Mabry. Runner in scoring position with two outs and a 1-1 game. Here's the pitch. Another off-speed pitch. That one comes in high. Right-hander checks the runner at second, delivers high and inside. Nothing off-speed about that pitch. That was a burner. Maybe ducked out of the way. Two balls, no strikes. JT reached on an error in the first inning. Two and oh the count. Good hitters count here with two outs and a runner in scoring position. Inside ball three. Galloway waiting to hit next. Three and zero. Ball four is high, so Mabry walks on four pitches. Second walk allowed by Hellman, who has also hit a batter and thrown a wild pitch. Now first and second two outs for Jackson Galloway. Galloway reached on a fielder's choice in the second inning. 
Freshman right-hander delivers, swung on, hit in the air to left center field and hit well. That one is way back and off the wall. Two runs are gonna score and Galloway is on his way to third. Here's the throw, diving head first in there with a triple. Jackson Galloway. Hit that one out there, uh, slammed off the wall about the Kroger sign in deep left center. Yeah, hit that one a ton. And again, when it caromed off the wall, it got by Crittenberger back into center field and he had to rechase it a second time. And that's what allowed for Galloway to turn that from a double to a triple. So the Raiders take the lead by a score of three to one. And that is only the second hit allowed by Hellman. He's given up a home run and a triple. And the Raiders have uh, put together a three-run inning here. Runner at third, two outs for Brett Coker. Coker takes it inside, ball one. Galloway, the runner at third with two outs. It's his second triple of the season. Hellman's pitch way outside for a ball, 2-0. Hellman checks the runner at third, 2-0 pitch, way outside, ball three. Three balls, no strikes. Dillingham waiting to hit next. A leadoff home run by Lopez. Hit batsman, two strikeouts, but then a walk and a Galloway triple. It put three on the board here for the Raiders in the third inning. Three and O pitch is a strike called at the letters. Three and one. Coker one out of nine in the series. Checked his swing, but it's called a strike. Full count now. Three and two. And Jim Toman getting his opinion into the home plate umpire. He's been given a warning. (laughs) And home plate umpire had to get his pen and pad out. Make a note of that. Full count, three and two to Coker. Here is Hellman out of the stretch and the pitch swung on, fouled out of play. Count holes at three and two. (laughs) Runner third with two outs. Here's the pitch. 
hit down the right field line, but foul, and that was going to be heading for the Blue Raider bullpen. Didn't quite make it. Got out of play down there. Count holes at three and two. It's 3.30 down each line here at Reese Smith Field. 3.95 to straightaway center and 3.65 in the power alleys. Left and right. Scoreboard. Right center field just above the 3.65 marker. Full count pitch. Swung on. Hit softly up the middle. A base hit and another run is in. Coker got just enough of that to get it past the shortstop into left center, and it's now a 4-1 Raider lead. Yeah, that's not going to be what you would call a hard line drive, but it was just enough and just in the right spot, and middle has picked up four runs here in the third. Time called. Three hits in the inning. The Raiders had not had a base hit coming into this inning and were trailing. One to nothing, but it put four on the board against the freshman right-hander, and we're going to have a pitching change right here. So a new pitcher coming in for Western Kentucky. We will take a break, tell you about the new pitcher when we come back on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raiders, thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee, not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, 615-896-5656. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The new pitcher for Western Kentucky is Hunter Crosby, a right-hander, making his seventh appearance all in relief. Very good earned run average of 1.12. Eight innings of work. He's allowed. Four hits, only one earned run. He has allowed four runs, but only one earned. Five walks, seven strikeouts. Has not allowed a home run. Opponent sitting 133 against Hunter Crosby, 6'4", 200-pound junior from Dixon. Played at Dixon County High School. So the Raiders got to the freshman Cooper Hellman in the third inning with a leadoff home run from Fausto Lopez that hit the foul pole down the right field line. He then hit a batter, struck out the next two, but walked Mabry, gave up a two-run triple to Galloway and a run-scoring single to Coker. And which means all the runs that have scored so far were earned against Cooper Hellman. The batter is Brian Dillingham. Coker the runner at first with two outs. 
Pitches inside, ball one. Wouldn't be surprised to see Coker try to advance. He is uh, the Raiders' leader in stolen bases with seven. Right-hander checks. And the pitch, Dillingham fouls it to the screen. One ball and one strike. Four to one Raiders. We're in the bottom of the third inning. There goes Coker and the pitch is in the dirt. Got away from the catcher and Coker will hold at second base. Picked a good pitch to run on. That's a stolen base. Number eight on the season for Brett. And the count two balls and a strike. So back in a position where another two out hit could get you a run. Dillingham waits. Crosby's pitch backs him away. Ball three, three and one. Pretty good Sunday afternoon crowd, Chipper. Yes, it is. And a little bit warmer than yesterday, but a little breezier than yesterday. The pitch. And slam down the left field line. That's going to curve and go foul. And Dillingham turned a little bit too soon on that one, or he would have had himself a double. Yeah, that one hit off the the bullpen fence that's parallel to the foul line. Full count now, three and two to Brian Dillingham. Crosby, the relief pitcher, checks the runner and delivers. Swing and a miss. They're going to have to throw him out. That one in the dirt, and the out recorded at first base to retire the side. But in the third inning, the Raiders come up with four runs on three hits. They leave a runner, and here are your totals after three. Middle Tennessee, four runs, three hits, no errors. And Western Kentucky, one run, four hits, three errors. For the Hilltoppers, the Raiders lead it four to one as we go to the fourth on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. 
We go to the fourth inning, and uh, right now we need to pause for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Raiders leading 4-1 to one here to take you the next three innings. Chip Walters. All right, thank you, Mr. Palmer. And the Blue Raiders take a 4-1 to one lead to the fourth. Ground ball here on the 1-0 pitch right to Nagishi, and he will toss to uh, Whittington, uh, Wigington, who drops the ball. That'll be an error, and I think that's going to be E1 yeah. on the catch. Yep, E1. And, and it was a play where Nagishi could have easily taken it himself, but and E1 is the uh, – that's going to be the call. And now catcher Ricardo Leonette, who is 0 for 1 today. And Peyton Wigginton facing Western with a leadoff man on. Swing and a miss by Leonette. And it is 0 and 1 to get him started. I think Peyton was a little agitated. He uh, ripped that ball in there. Yes, he did. Wigginton, a Williamson County native from Page High School and another uh, Williamson County resident. Saw him in the ballpark today and a former terrific Blue Raider pitcher and Marty Smith. He's enjoying the Sunday afternoon action. The one-strike pitch is grounded foul and gets into the Western Kentucky dugout. Blue Raiders have Memphis here on Wednesday. Western Kentucky will have a midweek game with Belmont in Bowling Green. Yeah, I think that's Tuesday. Ground ball, charging at third, the throw to first. Oh, what a throw there by Coker as they're able to get Leonette on a 5-3 to three put out. Coker charged hard and made the great throw across his body for a 5-3 to three put out. Yeah, that was a good play. Even though uh, Western had a catcher running, still that, that's not an easy play to make regardless of who's running. That'll bring up Brett Bloomquist, the left fielder. He was hit by a pitch and scored in the second. McAuliffe at second with one out. Here's a ball hit straight away center field. Over and in is Vinson for out number two. That ball hit on a line, and Vinson had to get a good jump on it but the second out of the inning. Now center fielder Ty Crittenberger. Crittenberger had a double that drove in Bloomquist for Western Kentucky's only run. Wigginton checks the runner, comes to the plate, pitch high and outside for ball one.
Lady Raiders softball was trailing 2-1 to one in the seventh a moment ago. The 1-0 misses outside, and it's 2-0. Well, maybe they can get another walk-off win today. That would be nice. It would take a another two-run dinger like they did yesterday. Two-zero pitch to the plate, just inside. It's three and zero. And Wigginton has been all around the strike zone with Crittenberger. He's got three strikeouts today. Wigginton to the plate. Strike called in the letters. Three and one. Wigginton super competitive. And comes with a 3-1 delivery. Strike two called. Crittenberger was doing a little umpiring himself and just about tossed the bat, thinking he had ball four. And the home plate umpire already is a little raw. He's not <laughs> going to get much room here. Payoff pitch inside, ball four. And that will send Crittenberger to first. The ball got away, but not enough. For McAuliffe to move up, and that's the first walk of the day given up by Wigginton. That is a rare walk given up by the left-hander who fourth of the season. Is that right? Correct. He went 27 innings without walking a batter. And then I think he walked two and one inning after that. So now he'll face Brody McKay, the shortstop. There's a ball hit off the plate and foul. So runners at first and second for Western Kentucky. Two outs, top of the fourth in a 4-1 game. Middle Tennessee with the lead over the Hilltoppers. Wigginton checks his runner at second. To the plate he comes, swing and a miss there with a high fastball, and it's 0-2. That one you can't resist. That's right up in your eyes. That's an automatic pull the trigger, isn't it? Yep. Wigginton with an 0-2 count on McKay. He'll come home with it, and that ball is poked right into the glove of Brett Coker. A line drive out, and Coker made a terrific play on it. For the out in the inning, no runs, no hits. There was an error, and two men left on base. We go to the bottom of the fourth inning, still 4-1. to one. Blue Raiders over Western Kentucky as you listen to Middle Tennessee baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. 
fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors' Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Bottom of the fourth inning for Middle Tennessee. The Blue Raiders leading four to one. And Mr. Palmer, we have another opportunity here with in the fourth inning to give away some cheeseburgers, don't yes, we? Yes, we do. This is the Wendy's inning. And if uh, a Blue Raider gets a hit in this fourth inning, you have the opportunity to win a free Dave's single cheeseburger, courtesy of Wendy's. We'll tell you how to do that as soon as we get that hit. The 1-0 pitch is in there for a strike, and it's 1-1. One one. Final numbers on Cooper Hellman, two and two-thirds innings, three hits, four runs, all earned, two walks, three strikeouts. And for the Blue Raiders, Luke Vinson leading it off. Fouls a pitch away, and it's one and two. Crosby with a pitch, fouled away, right back to the screen. And the count stays one and two. It's the nine, one, and two hitters for Middle Tennessee here in the fourth. Blue Raiders leading 4-1. Crosby a right-hander. With a 1-2, that's hit foul, and Forrest Arnold made a play on that foul ball in 100% self-defense. <laughs> made it look uh, nonchalant, though. Tossed it back over to the dugout. He took a couple of quick steps backwards. Swing and a miss here on a good fastball, and down goes Vinson. And that is the first strikeout, or actually the second strikeout for Crosby who struck out Dillingham to end the third and now strikes out Vinson to start the fourth. So the Raiders have not made contact on Crosby since he came into the game. Now Fausto Lopez, who got the Blue Raider hit parade started in the third with a home run that hit off the Zaxby's foul pole in right. And he takes a ball. The 1-0 is a strike, and it's even up now, 1-1. One one. One, one delivery, swing and a miss there, and it's one ball and two strikes. Crosby gets the sign, and one and two delivers a 59-footer. So it's two and two. Two-two delivery, swing and a foul. 
Mr. Palmer, we're down to the final two days of the college basketball season. All that's left, two championship games. Women's, yep. women's right. tonight, South Carolina and uh, UConn. I think I had Villanova and Duke last night. <laughs> You're not going to be making any selections today. 2-2 delivery. Oh, strike three called. And in what was almost an unhittable pitch, Lopez goes down looking. And that's three straight strikeouts for Crosby since coming into the game. And two outs for the Raiders here in the fourth. Well, I filled out two ballots in the women's championship game, and in one of them I had South Carolina and Connecticut. Did you? Yes. And I had UConn winning in that one. First pitch to Wyatt Morgan is a ball. It's 1-0. He was hit by a pitch and scored in the third. So officially 0 for 1. There's a pitch outside. It's 2-0. Boy, the Carolina-Duke game last night was just a, a classic. Yes, it was. I was even able to stay awake to watch all of it. Wow. 2-0 misses, and it's 3-0. When we left here, it was about halftime of uh, the first game, and Kansas was up 11. And I was afraid that Villanova, without one of their best players, was going to have trouble, and that's that's what ended up happening. Strike called, and it's 3-1. and one. Now you're going to have Carolina and Kansas, the Roy Williams Bowl, on Monday night. 3-1. Strike called. It's 3-2. Wyatt Morgan struck out looking in the first. Hit by a pitch in the third. And back up here in the fourth inning with two outs. And a full count on him. He'll back out, readjust his batting gloves after calling timeout. And Hunter Crosby ready with a 3-2. Just outside for a ball. So a two-out walk. And catcher Mason Spears to the plate. Expect the plate umpire will hear a few words from the Western dugout after that call. Well, he 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 obviously heard some from the stance because I could hear it over the crowd mic. Spears looking for his first hit of the day, and a pitch is inside for ball one. And I'll tell you, Crosby gets it up there, doesn't he? Yes, he does. I don't know what he's throwing, but the Raiders have had trouble hitting it. One-0 pitch took something off that, and it stayed high. It's two and zero. Shift back on for Spears. They didn't uh, shift in his first at bat. Then the second at bat was a shift, but not as severe as the one now. 2-0 delivery, hit to the right and foul. Two balls and one strike. Speaking of uh, hearing uh, 
fans over the crowd, Mike. I miss my leather lung fan, and he's not been here all season. Could always count on him. Two one, back up the middle, and Garcia will take it. Step on second for the force there, and that'll do it. Well, they had him play just right, didn't they? Yep. Mason Spears grounds out uh, or on a force play as Morgan is out at second on a four unassisted for the third out. In the inning, no runs or hits. There's a man left and no errors. We played four today. It's Middle Tennessee four, Western Kentucky one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hit a grand slam with Bunny Bread, proud supporter of the Blue Raiders. With its soft, fresh taste you know and love, Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns are fan favorites for all ages. Bunny is the perfect triple play with the taste you want, the nutrition you need, and energy to go. So step up to the play with Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns today and cheer the Blue Raiders on to victory. That's what I said. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. Mr. Palmer, we've tried like heck to give away hamburgers the last two days and unable to get it done. Well, there's always Wednesday. That's correct. (laughs) Top of the fifth and a four to one game. Tristan Garcia, who just made the play to end the inning, is up to lead off. And he is the leadoff man for Western Kentucky. And on the day, he is 0 for 2. And there's scoop at first. Great play by Nagishi and Garcia on a tough luck out there. Hit the ball hard, but right at Nagishi, who made a great scoop and took it himself three unassisted. One out for Ty. Bodicic is the designated hitter, and he is one for two with a single. Got erased in a force play back in the first. Bodicic hitting 341. He has driven in 27. Bodicic takes the ball high, and it's 1 0. Came into this series hitting 363. Raiders done a good job on him. Swing and a miss at an off-speed pitch, and it's one and one. Wigginton delivers a curve there, and swing and a miss. It's one and two. Peyton Wigginton in his fifth inning of work. That pitch is just low and it's two and two. 
very good Sunday afternoon crowd, as Mr. Palmer mentioned. 2-2 pitch inside, ball three. Uh -oh. Well, they're going to say that hit him. They're going to say it hit him right on the, on the back of his hand. That's the second hit batsman from Wigginton. That'll bring up Aiden Gilroy, who is 0 for 2. One out in the inning. Blue Raiders leading 4-1. Strike called on Gilroy. Rubber game of the series. The Blue Raiders won Friday night. Dropped a four-run decision yesterday. And lead by three here on Sunday. Pitch just missed. One ball, one strike, one out. Raiders have turned one double play today. Wigginton wouldn't mind having a second one. 1-1 one, one pitch. That ball is hit high in the air and no, heading back is Vincent and he'll camp under it for the out. Two away for Andrew Delaney, the right fielder. The right fielder, number 35, Andrew Delaney. Delaney on the day, one for two, singled in the first, struck out in the third. Pitch from Wigginton in the dirt, runner goes, throw down, he's gonna be in time. Caught stealing. Even though the ball was in the dirt, Bodicic took off and he is thrown out two to six on the caught stealing for out number three in the inning. No runs or hits or errors and nobody left. We head to the bottom of the fifth. It's still 4-1 Middle Tennessee as you listen to Blue Raider baseball from Learfield. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. Hear that? That's the plumpest, juiciest hot dogs you've ever seen getting their grill on. But we both know what'll make it sound even better. Oh yeah, it's a Pepsi to go with your hot dog. Because when you're chomping on America's favorite meal, relish, mustard, and onions perfectly blending into a crescendo of flavor, there's only one thing that makes everything about that moment better. A cold, refreshing Pepsi. See what I mean? It's like music to my ears. Hot dogs. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Play here, WTNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Peyton Wigginton has given Middle Tennessee a quality start today. 
one run over five innings. Now the Raiders try to add to a 4-1 lead here in the bottom of the fifth and in between innings. They were playing a ballpark staple over the PA, cheap seats by Alabama, and reminded me of, oh, a night game, gosh, probably 20 years ago at the old ballpark here when uh, Jacksonville State came to town. By the way, it's Nagishi who leads things off. Nagishi is 0 for 2 today, and uh, Randy Owen, the lead singer for Alabama, his son played for Jacksonville State, and uh, he was uh, up in the stands and doing everything that he talked about in that song. He was wanted his hot dog with mustard and relish, and he had some popcorn and all of that. That's but, right. That's what I had today. Yep. 2-0 pitch hit hard to right field. That's going to get down for Nagishi. He'll take a big turn at first, but he'll stay there with a single to lead things off for Middle Tennessee in the fifth inning, and he hit that one right on the nose. That's the first solid ball that's been hit off Crosby today, and it's the Blue Raiders' fifth hit of the afternoon. I heard that uh, Alabama in their very early days would play here in Murfreesboro at an establishment out on Bradable Pike. Which, what was the name of that one, Mr. Palmer? I think that was Monks. That, that, that's, that's, I think. Well, I know that uh, on Bradyville or Halls Hill? Halls Hill, I'm sorry. That's right, yeah, because Monk had a store on Halls Hill Pike right. that a lot of folks back in the day would frequent on Sunday afternoons. Kind of a gathering place. Well, it was due to blue laws. <laughs> Four to one middle, JT Mabry at the plate and an 0-1 count takes it up high. And it's one and one. Well, Jimi Hendrix also played in Murfreesboro back in the day. I don't know why, but I get Halls Hill and Bradyville Pike mixed up all the time. Quick throw over and diving back in is Nagishi. You ask my wife, she would say that's no surprise. <laughs> Well, speaking of old things, you used to be able to get some pretty good barbecue on uh, Bradyville Pike. One ball, one strike. Oh, oh that one hit Mabry right in the back of the head as Ooh. he tried to get, get away from it. Spun around and it hit him in the back of the helmet, but he seems no worse for the wear. Thank goodness for the batting helmet. And so now every pitcher that has been in the game has hit a batter. Another meeting on the mound, and uh, Crosby came in, struck out the first three Blue Raiders he faced. Then he walked a man, uh, got out of the fourth inning, and now the Raiders have first two men on in the fifth, so he has not fared as well lately. And he's going to come out of there. And there's going to be a pitching change, and a new Western Kentucky hurler will be coming into the ball game. 
We'll give you all that information. Right now we'll take a pitching change break, be back to the ballpark after this. You're listening to Blue Raider Baseball from Learfield. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Granison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Granison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Granison Associates online at gcpas.com. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Welcome back into the ballpark at Reese Smith Field, Middle Tennessee. Now we'll face Luke Centered, 6'8, 230 from Hendersonville. This year, he's made four appearances with a 3.38 ERA. 2.2 innings pitched, eight hits, five runs, one earned, two walks, and struck, struck out six. But he is a big cat. Standing next to uh, the second baseman, Lopez on the uh, Garcia on the mound, made him look like a little leaguer. Lopez comes up just above his belt. Yeah. Well, uh, this is April the 3rd, and you remember the, the uh, Black Sox scandal. Back in 1923, two members of that Chicago team, Happy Felch and Swede Risberg, filed suit against the White Sox for back pay and $400,000 in damages. Both of them were expelled allegedly for fixing the 1919 World Series and were banned from baseball by Commissioner Landis, even though in a trial they were found not guilty. Wow. So they sued now. Uh, they don't give me the results of the suit, but uh, that's what happened on this day in 1923. Today in baseball history. Yep. Centered to face Jackson Galloway. Nobody out but two Blue Raiders on. Centered's first pitch is low for a ball. He is a freshman from Hendersonville. Nagishi led off the inning with a solid single. Mabry was hit by a pitch. And that's where we stand with Galloway at the plate, the Blue Raider left fielder. 1-0 here is hit a looper into center field. That's going to get down for a base hit. Everybody moves up 90 feet, and the Raiders will hold the runner at third. So bases loaded, nobody out as Galloway singles. Mabry moves up to second, and Nagishi is at third. That's a good move by third base coach uh, Jordan Geltzelman to hold the runners because there's nobody out in the inning. 
Got the bases loaded. And Coker, I don't know if Coker ever played with uh, centered at Hendersonville, but they're both from over in Sumner County. Both from Hendersonville. Not sure which high school centered played at. Whether he was at Hendersonville or Station Camp or Beach or somewhere. 4-1 middle. Bottom of the fifth inning and centered's first pitch misses for a ball to Coker, the Blue Raider third baseman with a strike called. Trying to commit a little Hendersonville on Hendersonville crime here this afternoon. Bases juiced for Coker. The 1-1 hit high to center field. That's gonna have a chance to bring a run home Runner tags, the catch is made. Runner comes, that's Nagishi, and he will score easily on the sack fly by Brett Coker. That center fielder, that's Crittenberger, threw it all the way to home plate on the fly. A little bit off the mark down the first base side. Well, and he played it right. He, 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 he was a step or two back from where he was gonna make the catch. And right before he caught it, got his momentum coming toward the plate and made a really good throw, but uh, Nagishi uh, got down the line quickly. So a sack fly to center for out number one. Run scores. There's another ball hit to short center field. And the center fielder, Crittenberger, comes on again to make the play. And Dillingham is out for the second out of the inning. Speaking of Alabama, in the background, little Dixieland delight. I've seen uh, balls hit farther than that called sacrifice flies. Or infield flies. Infield flies, I mean, yeah. So two away, runners at first and second, and a run in, and that run is going to be charged to Crosby. The batter is Luke Vinson, and he takes a strike. And it's 0-1. Centered, wearing a wristband on his glove hand. They're sending him signals for pitches. Like the Raiders did that uh, last couple of years. Vincent fouls one away, and it's Again, the breeze coming in pretty strongly from center field. Pitch is high and outside for ball one. And on a day like today, you want to keep that ball low. If it gets up in the air, it's going to kill it. One-two delivery, back up the middle. Centered will take it himself and run over and tag the bag. One unassisted on the third out of the inning, but the Blue Raiders do pick up another run. It's a run on two hits, two left, no errors. We head to the sixth inning. It's now five to one, Middle Tennessee leading Western Kentucky. Back to Reese Smith Field after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Middle Tennessee leading 5 to 1 over Western Kentucky as we head to the top of the 6th inning and Mr. Palmer has the wayback machine cranked up tonight. Well, not as far back as the last uh, one we mentioned. 1989 first major league at bat for Seattle center fielder Ken Griffey Jr. doubles off Dave Stewart of the Oakland A's as uh, Griffey's dad senior was still playing. Yes, he was. With the Cincinnati Reds. He was playing in the first big league game I ever saw in person. First pitch to Andrew Delaney is in the air to left and the wind's gonna catch that one. And Galloway will also make the catch for out number one. That'll bring up Brian McAuliffe, the Western Kentucky first baseman with one out here in the top of the sixth. But first big league game I went to was in 1976 at Riverfront. Saw the big red machine, beat the Cardinals. And I was already a huge Reds fan at that point. Ball hit high in the air in the infield. Everybody getting out of the way, or Wigginton is, and they're going to let Coker make the catch. And Wig stood in there a little longer than he probably should have and <laughs> bailed out. But right up the shaft, and McAuliffe is out. I was a Reds fan, too, at, at, at one time uh, before the Braves moved to Atlanta, but I've since shifted allegiances. Understand that, understand that, but I can – I can still give you the, uh, the the lineup. It was Perez, Morgan, Concepcion, Rose, and Bench with Geronimo, Griffey, and Foster in the outfield. Huh? That was a that's one of the all-time great lineups. Two away for Ricardo Leonette. Swing and a miss here at an 0-1 pitch, and it's quickly 0-2. And, and that one had some zip on it from Peyton Wigington. Two strike delivery just outside for ball one.
1-2 delivery, bouncing ball, nice scoop by Coker. The throw to first is out number three. That'll do it for Western Kentucky in the sixth inning. No runs, hits, or errors. Nobody left. We head to the bottom of the sixth. It's Middle Tennessee 5, Western Kentucky 1 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Oh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Bottom of the six at Reese Smith Field on this Sunday afternoon. Middle Tennessee leading five to one over Western Kentucky. And Fausto Lopez, Wyatt Morgan, and Mason Spears will lead things off. And this will be the third time in six innings that Lopez has been the first hitter of the inning. Well, he's accustomed to leading off the game, yeah. so it shouldn't be any problem to it. Luke centered, the big 6'8 freshman on for his second inning of relief for the Hilltoppers. You know, the Raiders have a pitcher who's even bigger than center. That's correct, they do. Brandon. Siren. Very, yeah, Brandon Siren is 6'9. Or is he or do they list him at 6'10? I think it's 6'10. No, 6'11. They list him. 6'11, 256. Wow. Yeah, Braden Siren. Lopez to lead it off. Homer back in the third. Bounces one over the head of the pitcher, and Lopez will beat this out for an infield hit. Well, at 6'8", and standing on top of the mound, I thought uh, the pitcher might have a chance to snag it. Got just over his glove. Probably right off the tip of his glove, and Garcia came in and tried to make a play, but it was too late. Lopez got down the line quickly. And for centered, That's going to be the second hit the Raiders have off of him. So a leadoff man on for Wyatt Morgan, the Blue Raider DH. He has scored a run today. He is 0 for 1 officially after being hit by a pitch and drawing a walk. Watch Lopez now. I predict he will attempt to steal during this at-bat. Swing and a miss at a high fastball. And the count goes one and one on Morgan. 
I think Fausto was thrown out trying to steal last night or yesterday afternoon, as the case may be. Throw to first. Oh, and they nearly got Lopez there, but he got in just under the tag. So they're thinking the same thing, huh? Yes, they are. Another throw, and this one is going to, well, they're going to say a balk. They're calling a balk, and now, now look, we're going to have a little fun. Yeah. <laughs> and here comes Coach Pulowski. As he is on one side of the third baseline, the umpire on the other, and a little animated conversation here. But a balk moves Lopez to second base. I didn't see anything out of the way, Chip, but I, I'm not very good at that. He, I, I, I have a hard time catching that myself. Uh, but he, he, the umpire pointed to his right hip and right thigh saying that Centered made a movement with his right leg that led to the balk call. Because I'm not sure, had that balk call not been made, I'm not sure they didn't get Lopez on a pickoff. Yeah, I thought they had him. Yep. So the count is one and one on Morgan with a runner at second and nobody out. Morgan swings and misses at the next offering from Centered, and it's one and two. Yeah, that's a big turnaround from, I mean, they. I, I'm like you. I think they had Fausto picked off, and instead the ball call has him at second. One-two pitch, strike three called, and down goes Morgan. Second time today that he's been caught looking. One away in the sixth for catcher Mason Spears. And let's see how they treat this with a runner on. Here goes Garcia moving toward second. And let's see where he's going to stop. He's going to line up right behind the bag, maybe a half step to the third base side of second. Center, there's a ball that gets away, and heading toward third is Lopez, and he'll get in there without a throw. That's going to be a wild pitch, I think. Pass ball. Pass ball, yes, yep. pass ball on the catcher. So he's at third with one out. Now Spears at the plate. They're going to bring the infield in right around the edge of the grass, trying to cut off a run at the plate. Spears 0 for 3 today and bounces one foul. And when they come in to cut the run off, they play Garcia at a normal position. Yeah. So he's at his normal second base defensive position. One ball, one strike on Mason Spears. The pitch here is upstairs for a ball. Two balls and one strike. And all he needs to do here is just poke one over somebody's head. 
2-1 delivery, swing and a miss at a pitch down low. It's two balls and two strikes. Still just one out in the inning. There are a lot of different ways to score with a runner at third and one out. But it does involve putting the ball in play. Yes, it does. Unless it's one that gets away. Yes. That also works. 2-2 delivery, swing, and a miss, and down goes Spears. His second strikeout of the day as well. And now Tatsunori Nagishi singled and scored last time up. He's one for three and looking for a two-out hit here to drive in a run in the bottom of the sixth. Five to one Blue Raiders leading Western Kentucky right now. But an extra run is just 90 feet away. First pitch, Nagishi takes upstairs, it's ball one. It's interesting, the radar gun is not catching the pitch, but it is catching the throwback to the pitcher from the catcher. So we know how fast those are. 1 0 delivery, fouled away. That one was 36 miles per hour. <laughs> Radar guns just a tad behind. <laughs> <clears throat> Two outs in the inning, one ball, one strike on Nagishi. Runner at third. Nagishi swinging a miss at a good fastball and. It's one and two. This big guy's just rearing back and throwing the ball and saying, hit it if you can. And he struck out the last two hitters. I tell you, he's a nice looking kid. And you say kid, he's a freshman. One, two delivery outside, ball two. The catcher, Leonette, tried all he could to frame that one in and nudge it in, but it's two and two with two outs. Nagishi trying to coax a run home here. And the pitch hit high and fairly deep to left field and ranging back and making the play. Just short of the track was Bloomquist, and that'll do it for middle in the sixth inning. For the Blue Raiders, no runs on a hit, one left, no Western Kentucky errors. Six inning totals now for Middle Tennessee. Five runs, six hits, one error, and the Blue Raiders have left three, four, five, six, seven, eight men on base, while Western Kentucky has one run, four hits, three errors. The toppers have left four men on base. We head to the seventh in Murfreesboro, 5-1, Middle Tennessee on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Hey, hey, hey! 
Nothing gets your attention like a happy client. When we were planning our move from Wisconsin to Murfreesboro, we chose Chip Walters of Exit Realty. He knows Rutherford County, and we looked in several neighborhoods. And Chip helped us write an offer on a house in Murfreesboro. And it was accepted on the first try. If you were to tell me you were looking at buying or selling a home, I'd tell you to choose Chip. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamon Associates, your trusted advisor in real estate. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. Five to one, Middle Tennessee. As we go to the seventh and to take you home, here's the old pro, Dick Palmer. Thanks, Chip. Wigginson's first pitch to Blumquist is in for a strike. Nothing at one. Peyton had a good sixth inning. Three up, three down on six pitches. There's a check swing and a strike. First base umpire rings him up. And the count will go to 0-2 on Blumquist, who caught the fly ball by Nagishi for the last out in the Raiders' sixth inning. Just missed. Oh, Peyton really wanted that one. (laughs) Turned his back and just glared out into the outfield. One and two, the count to Blumquist. Crittenberger will be the next hitter. Raiders leading 5-1. to one. We're in the top of the seventh inning. And a swing and a ground ball to third. Coker had to back up and then turn and fire and get the out at first. Boy, he's made three really good plays at third today. And uh, three different kind all, of plays. All three have been very different, but you're, but he's, he's, he's made three really good ones. Well, things just completed uh, across campus and FAU wins the series as they knock off middle in nine innings, eight to two. Wow. Here's a bunt. And that Trouble. one is going to be hard to handle. That's going to be an infield hit. Nice bunt by Crittenberger on the first pitch from Wigginton. He has bunted his way on. That'll be hit number five for the Hilltoppers today. And the second hit for Crittenberger. He's at first base with one out and the batter is McKay. Shortstop has singled and lined to third. One of those good plays we were talking about that Coker has made today. Wigginton checks the runner and delivers a strike called on the outside corner. Nothing at one. Left-hander comes set and delivers a ground ball to second. Perfect double play ball out at second, out at first. That is a 4-6-3 double play and a quick seventh inning for Peyton Wigginton and the Blue Raiders as we will go to the bottom of the seventh inning. No runs, one hit, and nobody left. Going into the bottom of the seventh, seventh inning stretch time at the ballpark. Raiders five, Hilltoppers one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. 
MTSU, the University of Opportunities. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors' Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors' Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield under the broadcasting rights granted by Middle Tennessee State University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of Middle Tennessee State University and Learfield. Announcers are provided by Learfield and approved by the university. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Go to the bottom of the seventh inning, near the top of the hour, so let's pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Dick Palmer, Chip Walters with you at Reese Smith Field. As the Raiders lead it 5-1, to one, trying to win this series against the Hilltoppers, just as they did last season on the road in Bowling Green. JT Mabry will lead it off here in the seventh inning. Mabry started that double play that ended the Western Kentucky seventh inning. You know, during the seventh inning here at Middle Tennessee, they everyone, everything stops and... There's the uh, playing of uh, God Bless America by Lee Greenwood and uh, our, our pal Randy Lee. Sometimes we take it for granted. Our pal Randy Lee, who does the broadcast for Western Kentucky, posted on Facebook uh, last night with a photograph and talked about how he thought it was one of the neatest traditions that he sees every year in college baseball. You know, Major League Baseball did that for a while after uh, 9-11. I don't know if any of the major league clubs still do that. But that's why it started here, kind of, just to kind of follow up on that. And uh, and they've kept it up here, and it's something that fans look forward to. J.T. Mabry with a count of two balls, no strikes, against uh, Luke Centered and takes a ball, and it is now 3-0. Centered, big 6-8 freshman. From Hendersonville has walked Mabry on four pitches. JT will take his uh, shin guard off and head to first base. That's the fourth walk the Raiders have received from Western Kentucky pitchers today. The Hilltoppers have used a total of three on the hill. And with Mabry first, the batter is Jackson Galloway, and he's had a good day at the plate. Triple and a single, couple of RBIs. Right-handed batter. Throw to first and the runner back. Jackson out of Kansas City, Missouri, came here from Johnson County Community College. 
one year there. He is a sophomore. Mabry leads at first. The pitch is inside, ball one. And that's five straight out of the strike zone for center. Raiders on top, five to one. We're in the bottom of the seventh inning. If you joined our broadcast late, Raiders got four in the third and picked up a single run in the fifth. Western's only run came in the second inning. Ball two is low. That's six straight out of the zone. Big right-hander comes set, throws instead to first. We'll get a little activity going down in the Western Kentucky bullpen down the left field line. Two balls, no strikes to Galloway. And the pitch swung on, grounded to third, but that's a foul ball. Knocked down and uh, in foul ground by the third baseman, two and one. Coker waiting to hit next. Raiders trying to nail down a series win. As centered, throws again to first base. Wigginton, over the sixth and seventh innings, Chip, has thrown ten pitches. Six in the sixth and four pitches in the seventh. Of course, helped out by that double play in the top of the seventh. Runner goes, swing and a miss, throw to second base, and he's in there. Mabry still second base. Count will go to two and two on Galloway. JT got in there with a head first slide. Got that right hand on the bag. Throw was a little bit off to the third base side of the base, or it would have been closer. Two and two. Now, Mabry in scoring position at second base. Ball hit foul and back over the press box and out of play. And yes, back in the parking lot. Count holes at two and two. Swing to ground ball left side. Third baseman looks the runner back. Over to first in time for the out. And Galloway retired. 5-3, third to first for the first out. That'll bring up Brett Coker. Has a single. Has driven in a run with a sacrifice fly. Is one for two today. And as we mentioned, he's had a great day in the field. He has done that. He has made all the plays. Pitch to Coker's high, four ball one. And I think you have a Western roster over there. It's number 12. That is Aaron Shiflett, a right-hander out of Nashville. Throwing in the bullpen. Check swing, and he fouled it out of play, one and one. 
a little excuse was, me foul ball. Yeah. He was, uh, Shiflett was one of those who was uh, given consideration for starting today's game, but they decided to hold him for relief work instead. Pitch to the plate. Swung on and a high fly ball into shallow center field. Crittenberger on will make the catch. And that is out number two. Mabry still at second base with two outs, and the batter is Brian Dillingham. Brian looking for his first hit. He has walked, struck out, and flied to center. Centered out of the stretch, the pitch. Swung on, fly ball, left field, drifting back. Blomquist under it, and he's got it, and that is out number three. So after the leadoff walk, center retires the next three in order. No runs, no hits, one left. We have completed seven full innings. Middle Tennessee, five, Western Kentucky, one, on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. You are listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS. And we go to the eighth inning with the Raiders leading 5-1 to one over Western Kentucky. There's a little milling around going on down in the Raider bullpen, but nobody throwing. I guess they've got some people down there just in case. What? Wigginton over the last two innings, a six-pitch sixth inning and a four-pitch seventh inning. That'll go a long way to keeping him in the game. Here's Tristan Garcia. He's the leadoff man for the Hilltoppers. 0 for 3 today and takes a strike call, nothing in one. Talk about a doubleheader or a double play being a pitcher's best friend. A four-pitch inning is a pretty good friend also. There is a strike on the outside corner, and Wigginton quickly ahead of Garcia, 0-2. Checking some scores in Conference USA. Southern Miss leading Louisiana Tech 5-0 in the bottom of the seventh today. That's a game right at the top of the standings. Ground ball up the middle. That's going to be a base hit. So after uh, Wigginton got two quick strikes, Garcia comes up with his first hit of the game. He's at first with nobody out. Yeah, that game uh, in Hattiesburg is for first place in the league. Old Dominion trying to keep pace. They beat 
the brakes off FIU today, 18 to five. Wow. Florida Atlantic leading Rice in the eighth inning down in Houston, seven to one. Here is Bodicic and swings and misses at Wiganen's first delivery, strike one. UTSA leading Charlotte in the seventh, eight to five, and UAB trailing at home to Marshall, six to two. That is in the bottom of the seventh. The pitch, swinging a foul back. So Wigginton ahead of Bodicic, strike two. Just as he was ahead of Garcia, but Garcia got a base hit. Up the road in Nashville, big series going on there in the SEC and Tennessee leading Vandy 2-0 in the eighth, and that one threatening to sweep the series against the Commodores. Strike three called, Bodicic took it. And we'll walk back to the dugout. And that is out number one in the eighth inning. See where in the first game of that series where a Tennessee player got who hit a home run got called out because there was a wrong sticker on his bat. Correct. Here's Gilroy. I think before every series, the umpires check the bats right. and and uh, put the correct stickers on them. Gilroy, left-handed batter with a runner at first, one out. Ball hit to left field, going to drop, and that's going to be a base hit. Fielded on one hop by Galloway and Hilltoppers have runners at first and second with one out. That ball was not struck that hard but just got over the infield and Galloway was unable to uh, get in and catch it so it's first and second with one out that's the seventh hit for Western Kentucky they've actually out hit the Raiders today there's a strike call but Middle Tennessee has the runs in the right column on the scoreboard, leading five to one. And with one out, infield double play depth. Outside ball one. Raiders have pulled two double plays behind Wigginton today. One ball, one strike. To Delaney and a ground foul over. Uh, I think that went in the dugout, or did it skip nope. off the roof? Skipped off the roof, and there's a mad scramble <laughs> for that foul ball. One ball, two strikes. Runners at first and second, one out. Wigginton's pitch popped up. And that's going to be out of play in foul ground, maybe in the grandstand. Just out of reach of the kid that had a glove yeah, over there. He had a glove, but the rail can't got in his way. That one went down on the stairwell. Count holes at one and two. The left-hander delivers a swing and a miss, struck him out. 
That is a First Vision Bank strikeout. First Vision Bank is a proud partner of MTSU Athletics, the official strikeout partner this season. Don't strike out on your banking services. First Vision Bank providing more power to your business. Strikeout number five for Wigginton. And the second of the inning. Two outs, runners first and second. Here's McAuliffe. First pitch to him, a letter high strike, nothing and one. Ground ball hit slowly, and Nagishi will field it, take the play himself at first base. That's going to retire the side in the eighth inning. For the Hilltoppers, no runs, two hits. Two men left on base. We'll go to the bottom of the eighth. Middle Tennessee, five, Western Kentucky, one, on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannison Associates online at gcpas.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. We go to the bottom half of the eighth inning. Raiders leading five to one. They'd like to tack a few more on just to be sure of a win today, but Wigginton has been pretty much in control, Chip. This this entire game had, had uh, one shaky inning, was able to get out of it with a double play. Yeah, and he's had two double plays on the day, as you mentioned, and pitch count now, 86 pitches for Wigginton. His counterpart, Luke Centered, who is the third pitcher used by Western Kentucky. He has thrown 43 in his uh, work in relief today. There's a bunt by Benson. The throw to first base is going to be late. That's a base hit for Luke Benson. And he just flat beat that out because uh, it was butted where the pitcher could handle it. But he, he got down the line very, very quickly and both teams have have used the bunt successfully today, which is nice to see. So Luke Vinson, who's also a threat to steal, is at first base with nobody out, and the batter Fausto Lopez. Raider leadoff man. There's the throw to first, Vinson's back. Fausto had a 
home run in the third inning, leading off the inning, that hit the foul pole. And then he had a base hit in the sixth. So two for four today for the Raiders shortstop. There goes Vincent, swinging a foul. Raiders playing a little hit and run. Good to see Bob Jamison drop by the booth. He yep. and his wife, Susan, enjoying today's game here in the ballpark and getting the sunshine. Bob did yeoman's work this year with as long as the basketball seasons went for you and I. He uh, came through in the clutch for us. Boy, he did, didn't he? One strike to count, pitch ground ball to short, double play ball, out at second, throw to first, double play. That's a 6-4-3, double play. And Lopez, who usually is in the middle of a double play on the defensive side, hits into one on the offensive side here. The batter will be Wyatt Morgan. Morgan looking for his first hit, left-handed batter. He has struck out twice, walked, and been hit by a pitch. Takes a strike. Raiders leading five to one. We're in the bottom of the eighth inning. Wigginton has three men to get. Strike called, and it's 0-2 to Morgan. Wigginton will face the six, seven, eight batters in the Western batting order in the ninth. Next pitch to Morgan, high and away, one and two. Swing and a ball hit over the shortstop's head and into left field for a base hit. So Morgan has his first hit of the day. Well, he, he had a frustrating day up until that point he'd been called out on strikes twice and hit by a pitch along with a walk and finally got one to drop that will bring up mason spears who's also had kind of a tough day at the plate himself mason looking for his first hit is 0 for four struck out twice fly out fielder's choice pinch runner at first for morgan well, for the first time today, Middle has more hits than Western Kentucky. That was the eighth hit of the day for the Blue Raiders. Western has seven. Check that runner at first, Chip. Or did you hear the announcement? I didn't catch the announcement. Maybe Snyder. KB Peralta. Peralta, the runner at first. All right. Running for Morgan. Spears in there with two outs and a man at first. And the pitch is a little bit low. Ball one to Mason Spears. Leading hitter for the Raiders. Started the day at 361. He is now at 342. That's what an 0 for 4 will do for your batting average. Spears swings and misses, strike one. Centered, 
working in his fourth inning out of the bullpen. Has not been scored on. Throw to first and the runner back. I think that's a new first baseman in for Western. I don't think that's McAuliffe. Here's the pitch, a swing and a miss. Count is one and two. Number five, it is McAuliffe. I thought he was a left-handed thrower, but he's got the glove on the left hand, so he's where he is supposed to be. Unless he is amphibious. Pitch is swinging. <laughs> Spear strikes out swinging. And on that, we will close the eighth inning. For the Raiders, no runs, two hits, one left. We'll go to the top of the ninth with a score. Middle Tennessee, five. Western Kentucky, one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school and stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov rxawareness. Hey, Blue Raiders, thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee, not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, 615-896-5656. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Always out. We go to the ninth inning. Raiders have Eston Snyder now playing right field. And is that Benson still in center? Pretty sure it is. I think it is. Put the spy glasses on him here. Here's Leonette to lead off the ninth inning. He has three times grounded to Coker at third, 0 for 3. That is Vincent still in center. Here's the pitch. Ground ball to Coker again. Short hops it, throws to first. And how many times have you seen that line? Wow, four times. Score sheet. Four at-bats, all five to three. Coker was ready for that one. Goodness. And he, that is one out. I'd like to have that on a uh, slot machine in Vegas. <laughs> Here is Blumquist. Showed bunt, took a strike. He is 0 for 2 and has scored their only run after being hit by a pitch in the second inning. 86 pitches for Wigginton coming into the ninth. 
That one bounces in the dirt away from Spears, and the count goes to one and one. Might have gotten the home plate umpire in the foot. And he made it all the way to the ninth inning. One ball, one strike. And the lefty's pitch, low, ball two. Two and one. Crittenberger waiting to hit next. The pitch. Lined foul down the left side and rolling back in foul ground toward the western bullpen. One of their guys will come out and get it, I think. Two and two. Wigginton's pitch hit up the middle, taken by Mabry near the bag at second. Throw to first. Oh, a high throw. McGeechee came down with it and was able to either tag the runner or get the base. I think he did both, but he came down on the bag, and I think that's what they're going to say happened. It was a high throw, but Nagishi was able to handle it, and it's two up, two down in the ninth. Western down to their last out. This is Crittenberger. Has... And on base every time today against Wigginton. Two hits and a walk. Left-hander delivers. A strike called at the belt. Nothing and one. There's strike two. That one just below the belt at the knees. No balls. Two strikes. They're down to their last strike. And the left-hander delivers a bit high, ball one. Raiders do not have anyone throwing in the bullpen, so Wigginton is going to be given the chance to get a complete game today. One ball, two strikes. And the pitch, a bit high, ball two. Two and two. Two outs, bases empty, ninth inning. Raiders leading five to one. Fly ball foul down the right side out of play. I uh, meant to mention our men's golf team uh, playing in the Mason Rudolph Championships over at the Legends course in Franklin. We're in fourth place in the tournament going into today's round. There's a little number, and that's going to be a tough play for Lopez. Can't pick it up. That's going to be an infield hit for Crittenberger, his third hit of the game. Two infield hits today. Yeah, second infield hit. Hit number eight off Wigginton. And with two outs, the batter will be a pinch hitter, I think, for McKay. It looks like number one. It is. That would be Carlin, who started on Friday. Number one, Justin Carlin. 
Justin Carlin. He is a senior out of Huntsville, Alabama. Right-handed batter. Hitting for McKay. Runner at first, two outs. And the pitch. A little bit low. Ball one to Carlin. Carlin's had a, an unusual season. He was Western's leading hitter last year at 339 with seven home runs and his average down below 200. He's just not been able to get it going this year. The pitch strike is called. It is one and one. But he came into the game at 190 and was 0 for 4 on Friday. Ground ball, that is through for a base hit. Into right field. Not hit hard, but just in the right place. So that's an infield hit and a ball hit through the infield and hit number nine off Wigginton. Two on, two out in the ninth. The batter is the leadoff man, Garcia, has a single in four trips. Second baseman number seven, Tristan Garcia. Wind really kicking up. You can see it, the, the flagpole in center field. Pulling right to left. There's a strike call. Nothing in one to Garcia. Peyton Wigginton trying to work out of a little bit of a jam here in the ninth. That's a fly ball hit to left field, and that one is going to be a foul ball, and that's a good thing. Wow. The count will go to 0-2. That would have brought home two runs had it stayed fair. Raiders have a left-hander up in the bullpen. That's going to be Siebert. Two strikes to count on Garcia. And the pitch to the plate outside, ball one. One and two. I would say for Peyton Wigginton, this is the batter he needs to get. Wigginton comes set. And the pitch is swing on and fouled back to the backstop. Count holes at a ball and two strikes. Peyton got the first two batters on ground balls here in the ninth and an infield hit by Krittenberger and a single by Carlin. Runners first and second, two outs. Swing and a miss. Good way to end the ball game with a message to Garcia. As Wigginton records his sixth strikeout, picks up a complete game victory. That'll be his first complete game of the season. 
in the inning, no runs. Two hits and two men left on base. The Raiders win it by a score of five to one and take the series two games to one. Middle Tennessee now 13 and 14 on the season, five and four in Conference USA. Western Kentucky 10 and 17. They are two and seven in conference play. Middle Tennessee won the opener on Friday, 10 to two. Western won yesterday's middle game, seven to two, and the Raiders five to one here on Sunday afternoon to take two out of three and win the series. Stay with us now. We'll be back. Our post-game show comes your way next on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, hey, hey! Nothing gets your attention like a happy client. When we were planning our move from Wisconsin to Murfreesboro, we chose Chip Walters of Exit Realty. He knows Rutherford County, and we looked in several neighborhoods. And Chip helped us write an offer on a house in Murfreesboro. And it was accepted on the first try. If you were to tell me you were looking at buying or selling a home, I'd tell you to choose Chip. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamon Associates, your trusted advisor in real estate. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! 
This has been Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game was presented by Lewis Bakeries, Bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, Healthy Life, and Lewis Bake Shop Reds. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Let's go back to the stadium. All right, welcome in to our post-game show as the Raiders defeat Western Kentucky today by a score of 5-1 to one and take this series, winning two out of three. The uh, Hilltoppers scored first today. Got a run in the second inning. Peyton Wigginton got out of a jam with a double play, and then the Raider bats went to work in the bottom of the third inning as they came up with four runs. Fausto Lopez had a leadoff home run in the inning, and then after a hit batsman and two strikeouts, the Raiders got a walk, a big triple from Jackson Galloway that drove in two, and a single by Brett Coker brought in another run, and the Raiders had four runs in the inning and would hold that lead the rest of the game. Now they added a run in the fifth to make it a 5-1 to one game, and Peyton Wigginton was just outstanding today on the mound. The left-hander making his fifth start of the season, pitches a complete game. He allowed one run and nine hits, did not uh, walk, but well, he walked one batter and six strikeouts. Those are unofficial. We'll check the official box score a little bit later, but the Raiders hang on to win it by a score of 5-1. to one. And Chip, as uh, we always like to say, it's always nice to beat the Hilltoppers. It is. It, it is. And uh, like I've always said, the the victories against uh, them feel a little better. The losses sting a little worse. And that's basically the way it should be. And uh, the Blue Raiders have uh, broken up their, their uh, meeting in short right field. And here after the Sunday afternoon victory, uh, the kids have rounded, have gotten to run the bases, and Coach Jim Toman has jumped in and helping out uh, one uh, youngster who uh, <laughs> wasn't quite sure which direction to go. But uh, Coach Toman has wrapped up his uh, trip around, his circuit around the bases. And, uh, and he has to tell that youngster that uh, even if you get all <laughs> the way around, you've got to step on home plate, right? Yeah, that's right. you got to make sure you step on the plate and uh, – <laughs> So, uh, boy, there was a bunch of them out there, about 50 or 60 kids uh, that were out there today. And, uh, and I think some of them made about three or four trips around. Uh, why not? If you're going to be out there, get your, uh, get your opportunities in. And uh, Carson is down below and uh, trying to peel Coach Toman away from the crowd and uh, move on down here, and they are headed, headed our way as Middle Tennessee wins 5-1 to one over Western Kentucky. And let's go down to the field now. And Carson standing by with head coach Jim Toman. All right, coach. You got the series win. Congratulations. Uh, it was a nice bump yesterday's result. Uh, what does it mean to you to get the series win? Well, as many series as you can win in this conference, anytime you win two out of three, it's a good weekend. And uh, we need a couple guys to step up today. and. The first guy to step up was Wigginton, complete game. Only gave up the one run. Pitching in defense today, we had a little timely hitting. And Fausto and Galloway stepped up, and, and Coker 
offensively in that four-run inning. Uh, we didn't do much after that, but uh, that was enough. But great job by Wigginton and the pitching. Yeah, for sure. So series uh, at home. Um, again, with the season, I spent so much on the road. We were on the road last weekend. Uh, one more on the road uh, coming up on Wednesday, or excuse me, at home on Wednesday. Uh, how does it feel to be at the Reese this, uh, right now? Well, you know what? It was a beautiful day. It was a kids here. Good to see. And uh, I'm glad we played well for them because we've been okay at home, but we haven't been great. But winning, winning uh, I'm happy for the players and more happy for the fans. And uh, it was a good crowd. We, we, we appreciate the guys coming out, but that, that was fun. All right. Thanks, Carson. All right, thank you, Carson Herbert, with Coach Jim Toman down at uh, field level as the Raiders win it by a score of 5-1. to one. We'll take a break, and we will be back to recap this game for you, give you a little bit uh, of information off the box score and more as our coverage continues on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. Hit a grand slam with Bunny Bread, proud supporter of the Blue Raiders. With its soft, fresh taste you know and love, Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns are fan favorites for all ages. Bunny is the perfect triple play with the taste you want, the nutrition you need, and energy to go. So step up to the play with Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns today and cheer the Blue Raiders on to victory. That's what I said. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. 
put away some drinks. Put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Raiders win it today by a score of five to one and improve their record to 13 and 14 overall. Five and four in Conference USA. Western now 10 and 17, two and seven in league play. Chipper, you want to run down the uh, the numbers here on this game? Well, I can certainly do that and also have uh, check out one final time scores in the league. Uh, for Middle Tennessee, one run, or rather for Western Kentucky, one run, nine hits, three errors. The toppers left a total of six on base today. Middle Tennessee, five runs, eight hits, one error. The Blue Raiders left three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten on base today. Uh, for uh, the Blue Raiders, obviously the winning pitcher today was Peyton Wigington. He is three and two. Hellman takes the loss. He is now 0 and four. The uh, time of the game today, two hours and 30 minutes. 525 was the uh, announced attendance today. 60 degrees and sunny on this Sunday afternoon, and the Blue Raiders get the win by the score of 5-1. to one. Around the league today, Old Dominion uh, walloped FIU 18-5. to five. FAU knocks off Rice in Houston 7-1. to one. Charlotte on the road at UTSA. The Roadrunners get the 8-5 to five win. In uh, Hattiesburg, Southern Miss wins over Louisiana Tech, or they're up 8-0 in the ninth, I should say. Also in the ninth, Marshall leading at UAB 7-3. The Thundering Herd will be the opponent next week for the Blue Raiders somewhere in the Huntington, Charleston area. I guess we'll find out when we uh, when we get there. Uh, the Raiders do have a home game on Wednesday. That'll be against the Memphis Tigers, uh, 4 o'clock. Yes, is the first pitch. Darren Schoenrock, who's been the head coach there for such a long time, this is his uh, final year with uh, the Tigers, so we'll get an opportunity to uh, say uh, farewell to uh, to Coach Schoenrock after an outstanding career. Jackson Galloway, uh, two hits, two RBIs for the Raiders today, had a two-run triple, and Fausto Lopez picked up his sixth home run of the season along with a single, two hits also, and an RBI. The Raiders, although being out hit nine to eight, win the game by a score of five to one. It's gonna wrap up our broadcast today from a sunny Reese Smith field. For Chip Walters, our studio producer has been Darius White. This is Dick Palmer. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you with more Raider baseball on Wednesday afternoon and wishing you a pleasant good afternoon from the ballpark. This has been Blue Raider Baseball. Today's game was presented by Lewis Bakeries, bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, Healthy Life, and Lewis Bake Shop Breads. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Blue Raider Network.